0: Welcome to the Flourishing Therapreneur podcast, a podcast that equips therapists to thrive in business, expand their reach and create flourishing and meaningful lives, both personally and professionally. I'm your host, Claire Blakey. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist in private practice. I believe in being a multi-passionate therapist. You can have a thriving, financially impactful business be a leader in the community and also a business entrepreneur. You don't have to choose and your impact as a clinician can go beyond the therapy room. I believe that you can be a therapist and an entrepreneur, a therapeneur, And I believe that every therapist deserves the tools, community, and resources to build thriving businesses and flourishing lives. I pair my passion and previous career in PR, marketing, and blogging with my education and experience as a clinician to equip therapists like you who are multi-passionate and wanting to pursue additional opportunities to grow your skill set and expand your reach. So what are we waiting for? Let's get going. Let's create impact and build flourishing lives and businesses we're proud of. Here we go. Hi friends, and welcome to the Flourishing Therapreneur. I'm your host, Claire Blakey, and I am going ahead and getting started. This is an unscripted, unplanned podcast, and I really wanted to hop on and kind of share where I'm at. So if you are a new listener, which you probably are, this is only the second episode. um, If you tuned in last time, um, I announced I was doing a weekly podcast, and then silence. Um, so what happens and where are we going from here? So, um, as always, I want to lead with vulnerability with humanness and kind of give you an inside glimpse of what it's like to create a a business that's separate from your therapy practice that, um, you know, in case you're ever in that, those shoes too, I know that you're probably listening, wanting to, to grow your skill set in different ways. Um, So if you're like me, I'm a type a very organized goal oriented person and my goal, um, when I launched this business, I started working with an attorney and really wanting to create a separate entity from my private practice to keep it clean. So, um, I can kind of go into it at another episode, but in the state of California, which is where I live and have my license as a licensed marriage and family therapist, um, it's really important to have a separation between therapy services and a different entity. So I have a sole proprietor for private practice. My goal is to eventually be an S corp. That's my goal for next year. I can go into that a little bit later. There's a couple of tax benefits once you reach a certain number, um, in terms of income and then, um, I launched the flourishing Therapreneur as an educational LLC. So I've been working one-on-one with an attorney that specializes in therapists and mental health, uh, practitioners and, um, really wanting it to be organized and clean. So created two different bank accounts, um, two different systems of tracking things and, um, really wanting to be in integrity with my license and with this new endeavor that I'm doing. And, um, part of the process that I've been working on with the attorney is trademarking because for me, um, and maybe this is something that you're thinking about if you're also wanting to launch a business or a podcast or an offering that's different than your therapy practice is you really want to have the intellectual property, um, trademarked because you want, um, you know, what you are bringing into the world to be yours and to be protected as best as possible in the digital space. So, um, kind of taking you back a couple months. Um, I was working on all of this over the summer and collaborating and launching my business account and all the different pieces, building the website, really getting clear on um, the guest list that I have for the podcast. And, um, my goal launch date was in October. So that's why the first episode was released in October. And part of the urgency of getting it out was because I had, um, filed a trademark application and that is an important step and it actually takes quite a while for it to process, but in order for it to be, um, I guess you would call it, um, credible. You needed to have something out there. Um, so I kind of went against the grain of what I normally do. What I normally do, maybe you're like this too, is I want things to be launched perfectly because I put my heart and soul into things and I dream up deadlines for myself that no one else is putting on me and, um, have certain expectations and, kind of leaning into one of the heartbeats of the flourishing therapeneur is really identifying and recognizing our humanness before we recognize our role as a therapist or our role as a business owner or an entrepreneur. And for me, there were a lot of transitions that happened through summer till now. Um, I signed my first office space as a private practice clinician, which was so invigorating and such a full circle moment. Um, I got the keys in July and furnished the place. It's stunning. It has, beautiful mountain views that I'm looking at right now. And, um, I really got to create a tranquil space that feels recharging and rejuvenating. I, um, bought the white linen couch I've dreamed of. I've always just been really excited about the idea of just making my private practice space, just a reflection of my own personal style, uh, maybe you're similar when I did my clinical hours or when I was an in associateship in private practice, you're kind of at the mercy of whatever room you're given. And a lot of times in the clinical space, um, you know, couches are couches for 30, 40 years and the rooms might smell musty or old at agencies. And I really want to create a space in my private practice that is just recharging, calm, serene, a blank slate where anyone can come. And it kind of feels a little bit like a retreat and a little bit like a sanctuary of just beautiful aesthetics. Um, also invested in a La fridge. So if a client comes in, wants a fresh sparkling La Croix, they have that beautiful coffee machine, um, just really fun details. So that was July and August was really moving into my practice, decorating it. Um, and like I shared before, I started back from maternity leave in April. So I have just been building my caseload each month, doubling my income each month, really hustling. And so that brought me into August, which was just the busiest month for me. Um, we also moved houses, which moving houses, moving offices at the same time, do not recommend, especially with the one-year-old and, um, just settling in. So really being human and creating that space to, to really transition my family. Well, and my little daughter Emerson had her first birthday in September. So we were, you know, doing the whole birthday party planning thing and all the different transitions. Um, meanwhile, August and September, I had been, um, Interviewing virtual assistants because one of my goals with this business and with the podcast was to really hire a team, hire people that I trust that I really want to give this project to, where I would record and they would edit and they would kind of support me in different endeavors. Long story short, um, as I interviewed people, I just didn't resonate with a, an applicant that I felt really strongly about for the podcast. And um, if you are in similar shoes where you are considering hiring people, you're at a spot where you're growing your business, or you're just wanting to delegate things out because you're recognizing that your time is money. And, you know, even if you get joy out of editing or creating content, maybe that's not where the best energy is spent. Maybe it's better spent on your clients or on nourishing yourself through self care. And, um, you're wanting to hire someone. And one of the pieces of advice that really stuck out to me, my friend, Alyssa, who's going to be on the podcast this season. Um, she's also a business owner and her advice was if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And that's exactly how I felt when I was looking for someone to edit the podcast. I didn't see someone that really fully resonated schedule wise, personality wise, all the different pieces that are important. And, um, so I had to pit it and here I was you know, end of August, early September, with the launch date of October, and really missing the key pieces to a team to make the launch successful. So I did what every entrepreneur does, and I got immersed in Google, in YouTube, and watched so many videos on how to record, um, how to launch a podcast successfully, how to edit, how to create an intro and an outro and all the different seamless pieces that come in with the big endeavor of, you know, launching a podcast. And so, you know, in addition to private practice and growing that, and like I said, just my caseload really increasing each month as I return back from maternity leave and just naming all the life transitions, whether moving houses, moving offices, all the things I realized pretty quickly, like I need to really focus on my mental health and really focus on balance and, I wanted to kind of bring that into the conversation today because I think it's important for us, um, especially as business owners, especially as entrepreneurs that have lots of ideas and lots of, um, dreams to, to achieve and goals to conquer, um, really reminding ourselves that our goals can change. Our timelines can change. And so like I had spoken into the, For sure, non-negotiable was getting at least one episode out in October to help with trademarking and be congruent and compliant with that. And really gave myself spaciousness to reset a start date. So it's December, and this is the first episode airing. And I really want the takeaway from today's episode to be: you are human first and foremost, therapist second. Dare I say, business owner, entrepreneur, third. And Well, we don't honor the humanness of our lived experience and we don't honor, um, what's going on for us as clinicians, as business owners in our personal world, whether that's moving, whether that's, you know, transitions, all the things, um, that is a disservice to our clients. It's a disservice to our creative work and our energy and business development. And, um, it's okay to, to change our minds. And the biggest kind of piece for me that I was thinking about, and I kind of want to include you in some of the thoughts that I had, because if you're listening to this, you are probably also dreaming up goals and business ideas and maybe being hard on yourself, maybe having deadlines that you really want to meet and maybe realizing, gosh, each month is different. You know, we can't control, you know, some of the, the lived experiences that we have, some of the transitions that are thrown on us, um, and just the way that we're showing up. And if we're creatives and we're, you know, creating content or we're, um, you know, pouring energy into building a course or anything like that, um, we need to be in a spot of nourishment and of connection with ourselves so that we can connect to others and that we can pour out our offerings. So, One of the thoughts that I was having, and maybe you're having this too, is I kind of was up against like my own stubbornness of, but I said I would do this and it sounds so silly, but I said I would launch and I wasn't launching and not in the timeframe that I had said originally and really wanting to give myself permission and to give you permission if you're listening that you are making a decision every single day with new information. So maybe you set a goal in January. You're not always able to predict what the summertime will look like or what the launch month will look like or roadblocks, like I said, of having to pivot and all of a sudden learn something. And you're the one, you know, spending the hours and hours editing versus delegating that out to someone else. So you're allowed to reevaluate every single day goals that you've made for your business you're allowed to as you have new information of you know things that are happening you're allowed to change your mind you're allowed to to check in with yourself. And um, sometimes I think we are our own worst critics and we hold ourselves to higher expectations than anyone else would hold for us. And I noticed that as I confided into my friend Hiana, who's also gonna be a guest and is just an incredible human and friends and therapist and business owner. Um, I had shared and included her in my thought process of like, Kind of self disappointment of, Ugh, I like had all these goals and all these, all this stuff that I've worked on to get this launched in October, and I feel like I'm failing myself. And her just kindness and gentleness to remind me, like, sounds so sh- cheesy and cliche, but like, how would you treat someone else that was sharing this? Whether that's a client that had a project they're working on or a fellow therapist, when you start naming what's actually happening as a human, some of the transitions, some of the pivots, it's, you know, so obvious. You need to take care of yourself. Um, the, The second point I wanted to highlight that I was really facing was an internal dialogue that I had of self doubt. And to be honest, that's not something that I typically struggle with. I feel very confident, very sure of myself, very fearless and able to make mistakes and able to kind of put myself out there. But, um, as I entered this space of podcasting, um, a thought kind of creeped into my head. So maybe if you're also wanting to use your voice in this way, maybe you're also, um, kind of up against this conversation or this dialogue. And the thought that I had was who am I to be a podcast host? I've never done this before. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never interviewed people in this way. I've never, um, you know, had to learn how to edit and do all these different pieces. Like, am I an imposter kind of thought? Um, and like I said, this imposter syndrome, or I don't even know if I would call it imposter syndrome more so just self-criticalness and lack of confidence or trying to step into an identity or step into a new role and to be a beginner. It just felt foreign And, um, I had to kind of work through that and I had to remind myself what my why was, remind myself who I am and what I'm capable of. And something that really stuck with me and has been really comforting. And I wanted to share in case it resonates with anyone listening is I might not have ever been a podcast host, but. I'm really freaking skilled in conversations and people in communications, like whether that's my background in PR and communications or education in that through blogging, through things like that, whether it is the clinical skills that actually serve so far beyond the therapy room. Um, thinking about how that, you know, I might interview someone and that might be different than a therapy session, but it's a very similar skill set that I am. Really proficient in and thriving and flourishing, and um, kind of remembering back to being a beginner in different areas of my life. So, maybe you also resonate with this as therapists. We were once trainings, we were once sitting with a client for the very first time. And maybe you also had some doubts or some insecurities that flared up in that season of who are you to be someone's therapist? And um, just that reminder. That has really stuck with me throughout my clinical hours, throughout getting licensed, throughout building my business. And I, I hear this reminder often in different times of self-doubt, but you have a unique voice. You have a unique purpose. You have a unique offering that, you know, and the, the beauty of therapy, is you could see two different therapists and get two different outcomes because each person not only is trained clinically but has a different personality, has a different skill set, has a different way of pulling in and out conversations and deepening someone's experience. And I want to just share with you that that piece that I've really clung to and been encouraged by is that my voice is unique, that my voice matters and I might say something in a way that is so different than someone else might say it. And I might host a podcast in a way that's different than someone else might host it. And that's what makes my business. And that's what makes your business. And that's what makes my voice. And that's what makes your voice important. And just really wanting to to hone that in because it's important that we show up. It's important that we, um, begin that we're beginners that we maybe fail forward. Maybe we make mistakes. Maybe we need to learn. Um, maybe we improve and that's not a bad thing. And, um, the harder part is if we don't begin, the harder part is if we believe the self doubt and the criticalness, the harder part is if we let that cripple us, if we let that inhibit us from launching, if we let that, you know, deadline shift, um, like I shared of like, you know, my goal being October, if I had said, okay, since I'm not launching in October fully, then I'm just not going to launch at all. And the biggest piece is checking in. The biggest piece is being human and honoring our needs because we need to show up more fully for ourselves before we show up for our businesses. And most importantly, we need to begin. And, um, that's how I want to start the season is beginning imperfectly learning, failing forward, working through self-doubt, Sharing that self-doubt with other people, sharing that with you. And, um, I don't think that this podcast is going to be successful if I don't include you in those moments. And I want to normalize, uh, the bravery, the courage it takes to build a business, the hours and hours of time of researching, of Googling, of watching YouTube videos, and the discernment that comes in with hiring people and really just pursuing your path and in your timing. So thank you for tuning in today. We have an incredible lineup for this season, um, different entrepreneurs, different therapists, different business owners that serve therapists that help us, you know, reach our goals, help us with, uh, finances, with marketing, with, um, niching, with all the different pieces that go into building successful businesses and building and living flourishing lives. So, so excited you're here. Tune in next week for our first guest. And, um, as always, we'll see you on social media, join our Facebook group, join our Instagram and uh, be a part of the community because we are so much stronger together and we can flourish as Therapreneurs. And I am so glad you're here. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Flourishing Therapreneur podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review as that helps other clinicians and Therapreneurs find our community and thrive through our offerings. Want to take your business a step further? Visit theflourishingtherapeneur.com or our Instagram with the same handle. Connect with our free community or sign up for an upcoming course to help cultivate your thriving business and endeavors so you can flourish personally and professionally. Until next time, I'm your host, Claire Blakey, and I believe you deserve to flourish as a Therapreneur.